Don't eat steaks in India. Cows are sacred, Zach. Oh, shoot. Buddy buddy squats. Buddy squats. Bro squats. Bro squats. Also, one of the best... uh, uh, highlights of nonverbal communication oh my gosh. in a very complex movement. Yes. <laughs> Five they're like signals you me and Okay, go. Yes. And then it's like this very elaborate thing that they got off of like eye contact and a finger hook. Yes. But it's really about the two of these guys and how amazingly awesome they are just in general. <laughs> and it is one of the greatest action films I've seen in a very long time. It was, so. it was great. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Real Stakes Podcast, a podcast dedicated to diving into the meat of movies. Mm-hmm. We are here to review, if you clicked on this, you obviously already know, RRR, the big smash hit from indie, uh, uh, India, India, not India. indie, <laughs> indie, it is not an indie movie. They spent, what, $73 million on this, which is yeah. not anything compared to an American budget, but it's it no is It's no Waterworld. There's no water world. That's still a decent amount in America. So RRR, you can watch it on Netflix. It is a huge Tollywood style movie. Tollywood? Tollywood. So not Bollywood, Tollywood, which is their action genre. Um, Um, And it has been taking over a lot of people's mm -hmm. feeds. And a lot of people are breaking into a movie style that has existed for a very long time. But maybe wasn't really attractive to people at first glance. But after this, I assume it will take off. My name is Jesse Mayer. I'll be your host. And I would like to introduce my two co-hosts, Mr. Zach Peek. Hey there. And Chase Nelson. Hey. And we are going to be talking about RRR. So, gentlemen, uh, I believe our last episode, we started off with our uh, meat rating of Mm -hmm. our steak so that you kind of have an idea going into it where we're coming from. So I Mm -hmm. think we'll try that again. Uh, We started with Zach Ross time, so let's start with Chase this time. What is your your meat equivalent? I I totally forgot we were doing this. But that's okay because this this one's pretty easy for me. So this, uh, if you're listening to this and you don't live in Boise, Idaho, we have a restaurant called Barbacoa and they give you a steak on a hot rock. This is a hot rock steak. And you can pick any steak you want on it. I don't really care. I get a New York and I get it on the hot rock and it's really fun and it's good. So that's what I would rate this one. A hot rock a lot steak of fun, a lot from of, Barbacoa. A lot of fun. It sizzles. Sizzles. Yeah. Has a little bit of flame and heat on it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Zach? Well, I don't know any Indian steaks, which I, I really should have looked some I, up. They that don't eat been steaks in India. Cows oh, are right. sacred, they can't Zach. Eat cows. Oh shoot! No, my bad. I apologize <laughs> to anyone of Indian descent, of Indian culture out there, because I well, totally. Spaced I think on some that. of them do, but a lot of them. Well, as in a Hinduism. Whole, in Hinduism. In Hinduism. Yeah. Regardless, so in honor of them, I guess I will not be choosing a steak. Don't eat my grandfather. <laughs> Uh, but I, I won't be choosing a steak. But how about um, something like, like maybe like Chick Fil A? Like it's not the highest quality thing in the world. There is better stuff out there, but it's good. It's fun. You love it. No one. I don't. I know like one person who doesn't like Chick Fil A, and I'm pretty sure they're evil. So like <laughs> a lot of people really enjoy Chick Fil A. It's good chicken. It's tasty. Like it's just a. It's, it was a good action movie. It was a lot of fun. It was a good time. Um, I will. So there's a. Um, style of sushi that I've had here in Boise, but I'm assuming that they've had all, we, we've chosen three different meats, <laughs> but it, I, my, my story has a point, which is they serve it to you 
on fire. Mm. And I feel like similar to Chase's example, this movie's got a lot of presentation value where mm-hmm. it's just like, is it the best role you could have? Is it the best steak you could have? No. Not necessarily, but is it real fun and you want to do it every time just for the wow factor? Yes. Absolutely. So yeah. we have chosen chicken, fish, and steak, but all of us a resounding yes, we love this movie. So let's dive into it. So we're assuming that if you've watched if you're watching this, you've watched the movie, but if you have not, it is a three hour journey through the world's greatest bromance to have ever graced mm-hmm. the silver screen. Yeah. yeah. Or I guess that's still, and I mean, it never went, I guess it's probably went to cinemas in oh, India. Oh, we totally did it in India. But yeah. it's only streaming Definitely. here in America, so we only have it as a streaming thing, but this would be amazing on IMAX. If I they will. put it in the IMAX, I would go see it. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> I don't like IMAX because my neck hurts, but with a big screen and a nice sound, I'm there. Be great. Absolutely. Be great. But it is the greatest bromance. Um, it is loosely based on two real world um, iconic revolutionary figures from India during British rule. Um, and basically the, the premise is that they meet before they actually meet in history mm-hmm. and they have a whole bromance where they um, don't know that each other are both working towards an end goal of helping free India from British mm-hmm. um, colonization. There is a very large theme of Britain sucks in this movie. (laughs) (laughs) So it is very prevalent throughout and they are not made to look like good people. Um, But Raj, who is one of the main characters, Mm -hmm. is an undercover. uh, What we eventually find out, spoilers, obviously, he's an undercover revolutionary in the uh, police force. He's double undercover. Double, double undercover. And then um, Beam, who is... Just a wild man from the jungle, I guess. Yeah. And he comes to save uh, one of uh, his sister who has been taken captive Mm -hmm. by a British family. And there's so much more that happens in this. But basically, all you really need to know is it's a great bromance that actually has additional love stories with like female Mm -hmm. protagonists. But it's really about the two of these guys and how amazingly awesome they are just in general <laughs> and it is one of the greatest action films i've seen in a very long time hey, well, so. it was great yeah it was a lot of fun so i kind of want to dive into let's talk about your guys's experience so i have seen bollywood and tollywood movies before mm-hmm. in my experience and they're always fun what was your guys's first impression of this as someone i mean oh, I did you see slumdog impression. did you did either of you see slumdog millionaire that's probably yeah. the only I, other american yeah, side yeah i saw i saw slumdog yeah. that was not like this movie that, i that, feel like that, that was, was an american Hollywood. movie that, about that india that was bollywood to me that was like an american movie about india right it it watched mm-hmm. like an american movie this did not yes this is so give me first impressions what was your first impression of your tollywood uh, experience the me- the message of this movie is Never underestimate the power of a great mustache. <laughs> a great mustache <laughs> will uh, win the day. R- Ram is, uh, I, well, I think that's actually his last name. I was looking up because everyone has like two names in this movie. Yes. Raju, is that his? Yeah, Raj. Uh, Ram. They call him Ram a lot. Ram, Ram, Ram or Ram, yeah. but they say Ram. Uh, th- this guy is like uh, Hindi Tom Selleck, and it's awesome. This guy's very powerful, <laughs> great mustache. I was legitimately tricked. The first time I watched it, I did not know he was the same character throughout that whole movie because he has that mustache and he's very clean shaven, big old mustache. And then it transitions to he's like, mm-hmm. it's months later and he has like this beard. He doesn't, 
I didn't like for the whole movie until I saw him punching the bag again later. I was like, oh, it's the same guy. Same guy. <laughs> I thought it was about three guys uh, that were in this wet. Like, I thought he was going to pop up back later. I was uh, like, what happened okay. to that guy with the mustache? And he's like, and then you realize. <laughs> he's been in the movie the whole time. Uh, and then I rewatched it today. And then it, yeah, there's a lot of things that I, I kind of missed that I picked up on. The first through. Yeah. But, but uh, overall impression, just mustaches win and. Oh, mustaches win. I, yeah, I love their, their, like, in a way, they're like bringing back like the old school action star. Like, bo- the way both of these guys start out is like showing off their like muscles. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's throwouts to like Predator. Like, they do like an epic arm grasp at one point. Yes. And it's like all about how brawny they are. Like, uh, Beam or Actar, like, he's like very hairy and like ripped. It's very cool. He's like wrestles a tiger with his muscles with like holding onto ropes. It's like, I, I'm down for that. You know, it was buddy, just, buddy squats, buddy you know, squats, bro squats, bro squats, yeah, squats. got to do the bro squats. A lot of pull-ups and, and yeah, but then a lot of other stuff too. That, but overall just Tollywood as a whole fan, you could be convinced to watch. If this is what it is, this if is the only one be, I've seen. I'm, I'm in for it. Okay. You know? Okay. If someone else came up to me you guys, and was like, you got to watch this you know, action movie out of India. Now I have this, I have this primer in my head. Where I'm like, okay, that's probably, it might be really good. I'll check it out. Okay. Zach, initial impressions of Tollywood. Amazing. Incredible. Like, I think uh, I watched the honest trailer, which is a YouTube channel that like does funny things on movies about it. And I thought they put it up best. They put it best. Let's get that stunt coordinator over to America. That guy, that choreographer, the guy who did all the action. King Solomon? Yeah, is that who is you're King talking Solomon. about? Wait, what? Let's get his him name, in The stunt coordinator's name is King Solomon. Oh, that's epic. <laughs> it's awesome. And I'm like, let's get him over here right now because it just looked and felt in the action, which is, it's you know, it's funny because it's it's a lot of things. It's a little bit of an India propaganda film, which is great because when we- I mean, it's like every Michael Bay film that yeah, we have. No, so. it is. And, and I love Michael Bay films, so I'm like not a, I'm not- against that but it's a little bit of that uh it's well a, when when they're having their buddy moment like that little montage mm-hmm. the only thing i kept thinking of was stepbrothers <laughs> when they're like <laughs> when they're like realize they're best friends and they start doing like wild stuff together and they're it's like they riding a horse video. and a motorcycle next <laughs> yeah, to each other yeah, for no just, reason just yeah but it had a lot of great moments it like did, those yeah. all the bromance <laughs> moments and the action moments and the action moments i don't know what it was i just it felt so much better than like, I don't know, I Marvel movies, I really enjoyed them for a while. They're just starting to feel like not as good. And this action felt very different from a Marvel movie. Like the things they did and the way they fought and all this stuff, just it, it, it was great. And you felt it. And I really enjoyed those action scenes. I thought they were top notch. Okay, so we've talked about action. Now, other part of Tollywood is there are some dance numbers in this, which obviously I think we're. Why don't you off. tell us what you thought about that? You're the dance guy. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, I want to hear yours because, like, obviously, we have a background in okay. dance, so I love the dance numbers. Mm-hmm. I think they're super fun. I really respect what they were doing. The whole sequence with, um, I believe, the guy's name is Jake, the the kind of younger British guy who's like vying for the bad guy. He's the not bad cool. Guy. Yeah, the jerk. Yeah. Yeah, the jerk. That's the bully. She, she says she calls him a bully. Right. The three of them get into basically an endurance challenge of yeah. who can what I would consider be like a jive kick um, in my ballroom training. But basically the well, the Indian version of that, it's an endurance challenge. And I can tell you, having done something like that before, 
that is legitimately very, very hard. And so it's like, I was like feeling it, but the whole dance number as a whole was just really fun. Like the whole drum set mm -hmm. thing and yeah. just like Rom coming in as the best wingman on best the planet over world. and over yep. again. But this whole dance number is basically him and Beam versus the rest of the world trying to like convince them join our dance number mm -hmm. because we're fun. So I really enjoyed it. Tell me what your impressions, because there's also a big dance number at the end, yeah. which is kind well, of traditional. Yeah, that... Yeah, so first off, what I loved is that, at least for me, it, the whole movie isn't a musical, right? Uh, which is I, I, which I like, but they threw that one like song and dance number in there, and it was pretty cool. It was fun. It's funny. Like the whole way it starts off, is he's like at this like elitist party, and he like no one else wants him there except the girl. And I mean, so he's at a, like a British, yeah, basically a British soiree. Yeah. And this guy's like, do you know how to dance? Do you? And he starts, he kicks it off by like, do you know this? And he's doing like these really like dumb little like dance. Well, sorry. You probably like all these dance styles, <laughs> but uh, a, a more, compared to what happens next. Right. These very tame these level. Very, yeah. He's like, do you even know how to tango? And he like does a few steps or whatever. I forget the ones he, he mentions, but, and then, yeah, and then Rom kicks that like dinner plate and they have this like black guy on the drums who's clearly also really annoyed at all these <laughs> elitists right because <laughs> they keep making references like these dumb brown people and stuff like and then and he's like you could tell he's like oh yeah let's kick this off and rom comes in starts his little drum line and then they yeah and then they just run the table on all these people but everyone loves it except this one guy right and eventually he collapses it's pretty funny yes it's good uh, dance number, thoughts and feelings. Until Chris Pratt learns how to dance, he's never going to reach his full potential. Right. That's all I, I can I say. Feel like, I feel like Marvel movies would really benefit oh from my a gosh. sweet it was, it was dance so number right in the center. And, <laughs> you know, when, when they can do all those takes and they can spend all that time working on it and the guys, I'm sure, you know, maybe it's an Indian culture thing or whatever it is, they're, they look like pretty darn good dancers. And yeah, they're confident and yeah, really into it. Like when you have all that, it just looked really, really cool. And it was a lot of fun. And there, you know, there's this one scene where they're dancing sideways together and doing <laughs> the exact same move with their suspenders and all this. And it just looks cool and fun. And it's a great time. And so I, I, I loved it. I, I thought like the that suspenders was a part. The suspender yeah. portion is very they're good use of choreography. Even the way they start out, like one's behind the other and they're doing the like uh, sound of music thing <laughs> right they're looking out for mine each other. Yeah. so a uh, couple of fun facts about specifically the dance number is okay so jake the the guy that is the bully the bad mm -hmm. guy so that guy's entire acting career is basically play the white guy in bollywood and tollywood films that learns to do their dance style and is end up ends up being good at it by the end like that okay. is his career so the, what happened he, in that movie that's all the that's scenes he's in Based those kinds of scenes? Yeah. Okay. Well, and he's not always the bad guy. Sometimes yeah. it's just he's like the friend who's bad at dancing. But it's their in this style like, of dance. In the moment, he, learning how to do their dance. Yes. That okay. is his whole career. <laughs> he lives in I India playing it. the white guy that doesn't know how to dance who eventually learns how to dance, <laughs> which is amazing that it's just like, this is the guy. It's this yep. guy, right? Um, similarly, I think it's really fun that overall, the pacing and the way. Um, this movie is cut together and edited is very much influenced by this Bollywood slash dance style of rhythm and tempo where mm. you will really see and feel like it's kind of moving in this rhythmic action mm. as opposed to like maybe an American style um, action film where it's just like quick cuts everywhere and you're just slamming fists and it like doesn't feel like it has any rhythm. I think this is probably 
on a grander scale, a style that is ingrained in the Tollywood Bollywood style. But in my feelings of RR&R, it just felt like everything kind of felt a little musical, even if there wasn't mm -hmm. music in it. It just sort of had this like set cadence that it wanted to move at, which I thought was really cool. And the oh. dance number, obviously. <laughs> a lot of like transition scenes are like little music videos in themselves. They're like when like Beam is like staring at the palace or whatever, and he's just like, like sad and he's like yes. hits the wall it's like some out of a music like a yes a broody music broody video, music video <laughs> yeah. from the 90s yeah, so yeah. just feeling all of the emotions yeah and i think um similarly where the beam does a whole musical number where he's being tortured and he sings so like there mm -hmm. is it's oh, not yeah. a dance number but he is singing through this and it's kind of the call for getting, revolution right is mm -hmm. while he's, while getting, he's getting whipped mercilessly with a yeah. spike whip yeah that mm -hmm. she just happened to apparently have with her the yeah. the monarch's wife or whatever she's mm -hmm. kind of Ugh. a crazy person too so <laughs> um okay so we've talked about kind of the style as a whole the last thing i want to do before we really start diving into some of the themes and stuff is this is basically as zach pointed out kind of like almost like an indian propaganda movie where it's like just really celebrating these heroes that are in India, right? If America, I, I kind of take it as the end, but it's all fake, right? Like it's not mm -hmm. a, a storyline that actually happened. This is not something that actually happened. So the closest thing I can think of to this that has happened, and then I want you guys to come up with your own version is Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, where it was like, <laughs> it's based on a real person, but then that. whatever, but the concept is there, yeah. right? It's like, they took a real life person and said, what if this thing happened that never got recorded in history, right? Mm -hmm. What What is your America verse? version of this who do you what do you want to see a, a an rrr treatment <laughs> can, of a american can hero I pull out a couple that i feel like are similar like sure. if you're in the audience and you want to know a movie that we're kind of thinking about uh i feel like the russian seems the mig scenes in top gun the original are like a good example there's a lot of you know american action movies where russia's the bad guy right and i think those are again i you know if we, we don't need to get into history and all that kind of stuff here but i do think a lot of those you know, they're very pro-America. The Americans are the good guys, as they should be. But also, like, it's stuff that didn't happen that, that they're being kind of imagined. Uh, I do think it's a little tougher to do the uh, the American Revolution with this. <laughs> so you don't want to see George Washington, like, getting no, 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 crazy? No, 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 no. I, I, th I said it's tougher. I want to see George Washington. <laughs> George Washington with a dance number and out. then him oh and Thomas gosh. Jefferson doing bro squats is out one in of the, the field. most amazing figures in history just in general. And he's one of the most most amazing American figures too. And so to see like an awesome thing for him, I do think it'll in some ways Hamilton is like this. Hamilton gives it a bit Ham of this treatment. Hamilton it's less, is a little bit. It's less action-y. Yeah, but it's, it's less action-y and stuff, but Hamilton's a little bit like this where it takes... You know, one guy, it doesn't take two, but he has friends, you know, he has uh, Lawrence and and then uh, the other guys and he has two separate, you know, those guys, a lot of his friends play two parts. First is right. guys during the revolution and then politicians later. And I think that is, a that's probably the closest thing we have. And it, I would love it to captures see the musical yeah. portion, not the, yes. the bro squat portion, not but. the bro squat portion, unfortunately. So we so. have had a movie called Red Dawn. <laughs> um, that's starring Patrick Swayze. I don't have to talk about the new one, but the classic, the classic one. one. Now it's not showcasing any like, you know, great man figure, but the scenario is, I think what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. so maybe we need like a new, uh, not a remake because we already had a dumb one. <laughs> 
but like a, a a Red Dawn like movie that involves some uh, some hero of ours that we want to embellish, embellish great, the great greatly, yes. yeah, great embellishment, yeah. All right, well let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about the action, and then we'll dive into the theme. So obviously, one of the things in Tollywood is they basically take the premise of rather than trying to portray this as realistic things we're going to do what's cool. And they do that with the CGI and the action. So if you look at the CGI, we mentioned the, 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 me, the section where Beam's fighting a tiger, right? The tiger looks a little jank, but... I feel like they didn't even try to make it look too realistic. But I think cool. that's intentional because yeah. they have that big disclaimer at the beginning oh where gosh, it's like the whole awesome. menagerie of animals that are depicted in <laughs> yeah. this that are getting fought or thrown at British mm-hmm. soldiers. The Jungle Book offense? Yes, the Jungle Book. <laughs> I thro- what did you bring to this knife fight? I brought a zoo. <laughs> I, I brought the jungle. <laughs> I brought the jungle. And so it almost works better because then you don't feel bad for the animals, right? Because they look a little jank. Um, the action is so over the top. And mm-hmm. so it seems like rather than the Marvel thing where they're like, well, we have to try to keep this as grounded as possible and we'll do like two big fight sequences. Mm-hmm. They basically go along the premise of, okay, we're going to start the movie with this man fighting a tiger. And then we're just going to play one up with ourselves for the rest of the movie of how much more fun and ridiculous can we get yeah. by the end to well, which the to a point where we're doing bro squats and reloading while we're walking. It's like, it's a little bit like an Arnold movie, like an old Arnold action movie where it's just like, you know, obviously Arnold was a very strong person, but like the stuff he does in those movies is just impossible. Right. But you enjoy it and it's good and it's fun and they do it in a certain way that's was, was great. And you know, it was just, it was a lot of fun. It was a good time. I enjoyed it. There's also like almost a little Tarantino in this, like that scene where he just canes like a thousand people, like, Yes, they're, surround, yes. they're surrounded by a Rom's mob. An intro, basically. Yeah, Rom's intro. They're like surrounded by a mob, and they're in this like fence, and he's like got his just uh, selic, his, and his selic mustache just and everything perfectly shaven, so it's just like poppy. It looks so big, and then he, so and the guy's like, "Bring me that man," and he's like, "All right," and he does this like crouching tiger hidden dragon leap across the fence, which <laughs> is pretty cool, and then he's like in a sea of people, like I've. I don't know if either of you have ever been in a really like a big like mosh pit, mm-hmm. like a rock concert or something. It's claustrophobic and it's, it gets a little scary sometimes because you're you're in such close quarters. It starts to shift like a literal ocean, but you mm-hmm. like you'll be lifted off your feet. It's terrifying. And so he's in this like sea of people and he's just fighting all of them. They're trying to get him and he's just whacking and he's like getting the crap beat up. It reminded me of like a Kill Bill moment or something mm-hmm. where she's fighting like a gazillion people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. And he and eventually he just drags this guy out. <laughs> they can't keep him from taking one person. Right, a thousand people. And then he washes one. his face and then assumes his stance. Yeah. and like it's so powerful. And then they when all he run stops, away. They all run away. <laughs> it's a great character intro. <laughs> it's, and that's that's the first what twenty yeah. minutes of it. And yeah, then the tiger first, and that. No, it's the first ten. And then there's the tiger, which is another ten. And then there's the whole train Brucey. sequence, yep. which yep. then after forty minutes the title card drops yeah. in this movie. Yeah. So literally all well, of that like is just There's like four title prologue. cards because they do like one for each R. Right. And then the Which R-R-R. I lo- had to look up. It's uh, think, Rise, uh, Rise, Roar, Revolt. Revolt. Yes. Mm-hmm. Rise, Roar. I, at, first I thought, cause at first I thought it was um, Story of Fire, Water. Mm. I was like Story of Fire and Water because because <laughs> they just took the R's out of oh, each of those yeah, words. Right, and I was yeah. like, is that really the title? And they just call it R. And then I say, there's a point where they do the R's. And I had to pause it because they little, it's a little in small little letters the in the R's, it says Rise, War, Revolt. Mm-hmm. 
So, okay, so obviously very fun. We talked about how the action in the CGI is more focused on the rule of cool rather than mm -hmm. the rule of can this physically physics. happen? Physics are um, lame. Physics are lame. Yeah. We want to see cool things that yeah. can never happen. And that's, I think, is one of the greatest things about this is it's like they're just having fun the whole mm -hmm. time, right? They're telling a great I'll story, say. but they're having fun. Well, and they do make it look good, too. You yes. know, you can do it's over the top when action When I say jank, I mean, way. like, yeah. But it, you, you can do all that, like, you can ignore physics and do over-the-top action and make it look really bad and silly, but it, it still looks really good, and it's still a lot of fun, and it's like that classic that where they just perfectly toe the line of, it's physically impossible, but it, like, looks like it matters in physics. Like, it just, it looked great. It was, it was a lot of fun. One thing that I thought helped with that, like, CGI maybe being, like, less than what we're used to in, like, a Marvel movie or something was that the entire movie generally has all this kind of, like, almost hazy dreamlike aspect mm -hmm. to it in the, in the presentation there's always kind of like this, I don't know. It's hard to describe, but I think, you know what I mean? And, and so the, it feels like there's something there. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know what they like some kind of a filter or something, yeah. but it, it, you know, it, it, that kind of like cushions that mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the themes mm -hmm. and what we got out of this, because I think, it's very easy to get swept up in the visuals and the craziness, but ultimately that's not what our podcast is about. Our podcast is really to talk about and break down some themes and, and talk about what this movie is attempting to mm -hmm. say, whether intentionally or unintentionally. So yeah. let's break down some of the things that pop out. Obviously, uh, the idea of, of freedom or a revolution is kind of a core theme where they're trying to say India deserves to be free from the tyranny of Britain, which, I mean... Americans can probably relate to a little bit to that storyline. A lot of the we world want can out. relate to the right. being free of the British rule. Yes. So it's like that's, and I don't know that that's the theme that's hit the hardest, but that's the general plot point. I, and then I we think move on. that's actually a story mechanism. I don't think that's the theme. Okay. What, what theme are you getting out of so this? So I think the reason this movie is good, we've talked about the action. We've talked about their use of CGI, the fun things, the bromance, those are all just dressings and toppings and you know they're cool and we like them but there's a lot of action movies that have some cool action scenes that are not very good movies mm. that you don't really watch and the reason why this one is good is because it's about people it's about their past and it's about their relationships and so the British government, it's seen as, I mean, the British government is portrayed so poorly, the colonizers and everything in this, that there were like, there's, there's at least one British article that was written. There this guy was like, they treated the colonizers a little bit too meanly. Like, like yes, that, they were being would mean say to that. us. <laughs> like, that's how, that's how they portray the British in this movie. It's just so over the top, but it's also shown as this oppressive, tyrannical thing upon their lives, not as this big regime or government, but just how it impacts their lives. Beam, his sole thing is that his sister got taken and it's his responsibility to get her back. Mm -hmm. And that's something that no matter what the action looks like, no matter the, the, you know, how fun it is and if King Solomon does the stunts or not, that is something that we can all relate to as people is something was taken from the tribe and his job as the shepherd of the tribe was to go take her back. Mm. And then we learn about Raj and Raj is this police officer and he starts off by being with the British and it's kind of confusing the way they do it. And, you know, I really hope you've watched it because we gave you the spoiler warning that I think they do a great job with him 
because he comes in and he's an Indian guy working with the British. And again, British bad, right, in this movie. Right. And he's beating up a bunch of Indians to get the guy that the British ordered to bring in. So it's like he's not exactly. They literally set him up as he's like the villain. Yeah, he right. seems like, like a villain. And yeah. But then you see you know, that he makes friends with Beam. And then you see he's actually doing this because his tribe was attacked and his father was killed, you know, and then his mom was also killed and some of his village was killed. So he's doing this so he can try to get weapons for his people to fight back. And so again, that's something. Yeah. Lord, shoot, 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 yeah. But it's, it's great. It's relatable because all of us are like, well, if there was this tyrannical government that was doing all this bad stuff, you know, where there was an oppressive group of people, we'd want to stand up to them. So mm. that, those are very real things. And then they have a friendship, but because Raj's plan is about, you know, uh, sabotage, you know, and everything and, and being undercover and beam is just this massive muscle guy who wants to, you know, rip apart the governor to find his sister. You know, it's like they have odds and then they have a great bromance, but then Raj kind of has to betray him to be able to get his goal. And so you see these relationships, you see how it affects Raj and his fiance's relationship. Uh, we have a really hilarious relationship line with Beam and, and, and this white girl. Jenna. <laughs> but, Jenna. But, so a girl with a really long name. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. But what's funny about it and what's, what's good though, is that you see how all these relationships get affected. And that's why the movie is so great. Every movie at its core has to have something real and substantive. That's why we call this real stake. And the substance of this is it explores these relationships. It explores the friendship between Raj and Beam. It explores how each of their responsibilities and goals and plans kind of clashes, even though they're on the same side. So Raj ends up capturing Beam and fighting him and then being the one to whip him and you know cause him a lot of pain. But then Beam realizes that he's a good guy and goes to save him. And so there's all this just great character stuff. And that's what drives movies is the story and the meat. And the meat in this movie is really, really good. And that's why I think it's doing so well. So Chase, what did you get out of the themes and what, what hit you the hardest in this as far as the storyline or the themes that were really driving behind it? A lot of that stuff, but... I mean, we keep joking about uh, bromance, but I mean, it's a big part of the movie. And I think, you know, male relationships are weird sometimes, you know, it's like, but when you find like a really good friend, like you can, you watch that. Like when I watch that, yeah, I, I think of like Step Brothers or something, like mm -hmm. I said, like other movies and it's kind of funny, but I was also thinking of like some of my best friends cause we get really weird and silly, you right. know? Yeah. And, um, Culturally, it's different, you know, like I, I've been to kind of that part of the world. Like a lot of men like walk around holding hands, their close friends or like, it's just different. So that when you watch this movie, there's definitely like this huge cultural difference in, you know, compared to like our movies. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but at the core of it, it's all the same, you know, it's like you have a really close friend and they, I thought they did a much better job in some ways showing like what a good, like male bond is. Um, and it's fun, but mm -hmm. it's also like like you said, Rom is the best wingman I've ever seen. So amazing. <laughs> and and he, he literally puts tax down in front of Jenny's he's like, car. He's like, pull over here. Her car's going to stop here. He's like, why? He's like, oh, because I threw a bunch of nails in the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, and, and like, yeah, f falling second to last in the dance. Like he, he's just like. He intentionally loses that. He throws the dance competition. Yeah, for his friend, you know, and. 
And even when, even when he has to like betray him, like there's that moment, like he can't even look in his eyes while he's doing it. And Beam's like, look in my eyes while you're doing this. And he can't, you know? And, um, and so there's, you know, really close male bond. There's some betrayal, but then there's like a lot of redemption in it, which is really cool. Um, honor, all these great themes. Well, and I, I really enjoy how we see, I mean, the Honest Trailers version of this kind of makes fun of it, but um, we see all of this very in, uninhibited shows of strength and emotion, right? Yeah. Like we see these guys fighting lions or tigers and wolves and a zoo and like flipping carriages and doing all these things. And they're just like so strong and confident in that. And they show their struggle. It's not... Sometimes they just look cool doing it. And sometimes you literally see like when Beam's holding that tiger back, he's literally like flexing the hardest he can. And he's just like screaming in pain. And like you see the the stress and duress on his face. But in the same stroke, later in the movie, you see Raj struggling with the fact that he has to portray Beam. And he's punching a wall and he's uninhibitedly showing his emotion of how much this is affecting him. And so in a lot of ways, I love how authentic they kind of make these characters as far as like they don't make them superheroes they do some superhuman things sometimes when they decide to turn the physics off in this movie yeah but as a whole they're portrayed not as the cool guys that always walk away from explosions which does happen but they also have moments where they're legitimately like you can see the humanity in them and that they feel like a real person who has struggles has concerns has emotions and has troubles and it's not just this like it's not like the avengers thing where it's just sort of like well i'm always good and i'm always cool and there's the obligatory i have to lose my powers for a little bit to look weak but this one does it in an authentic way of just like these yeah. are two guys that are just punched up a little bit for well, they, they build it up well they do a good job of showing yes you know so many of the marvel movies now it just doesn't feel real and maybe that's because we've seen too many or because you know of something in it or they're just not doing as good of a job but Whatever the case, what's really cool about this movie is it does a great job of showing these things. Like you said, it does a great job of showing their bromance, but then it does a great job job of showing their duress. And the the opening scenes, you know, where Raj is just this amazing fighter who just beats up an entire crowd of people. And then Beam loses in one of the opening scenes, loses his sister. Mm. And it it just it shows all these all these things that you just feel it. And it's crazy because, you know, it's in another language and there's subtitles in English. So you read through it the whole time. But even with, I feel like even without the words, I would have been able to experience the, most of the movie the same way. Because the way they portray the scenes and the visuals and the musical cues, they do a great job. And so you can feel them growing closer as buddies. And then you can feel the the distress at the betrayal. You can feel how Beam is just torn up that he can't, he, his sister is gone. You can see how, you know, Raj is torn up, you know, and his fiance is torn up that they're apart. All these things you can see where they're dealing with these things and they do a great job of showing that. And that's what makes movies different from books. That's what makes it different from other forms of media is that you have to visually show these things. Show and not tell. Exactly. The best movies are show, don't they tell. Show. The best and writing they, is show, don't tell. They use a great job. But, but <laughs> they, it's not even the writing. Like the writing is important, but it's not the words that really make it for you. It's, it's just the visuals here in the movie. And that's what's so great in this one is they do a great job of through the visuals just from the first the train scene, which is just so the train scene incredible. is right before the t title card drop, it's and it's the incredible. first time Raj and Rom 
or Raj and uh, Beam really meet. And it's, it is absolutely incredible. Looking at the behind the scenes of how they produced it, it's like a company in Virginia here in America manufactured all these miniature versions of the train. And it's a fusion of live action miniatures and CGI just put together in the most like epic sequence of saving a child in danger you've seen in a long time. And also I, one of the best uh, uh, highlights of nonverbal communication culminating oh in a very complex movement. Yes. <laughs> Five They're like, signals you me? and... Okay, go. Yes. And then it's like this very elaborate thing that they got off of like eye contact and a finger hook. Yes. And <laughs> they're both riding a horse and a motorcycle and they're just yeah. planning around it. Yeah. And I mean, even up to the point where part of the plan is as they're swinging out down under, Raj is carrying an Indian flag, which I mean, very much like uh, could just have just been in there because if like a Michael Bay movie where there's just a random American flag yeah, in yeah. it, right? So an Indian flag, he carries it and f swings down through the river and coats it in water. And you're like, what's he going to do with that? And then he tosses it to Beam as Beam tosses him the child and Beam wraps himself up as he swings through this wall of fire. And it's like, oh, he thought through enough <laughs> yeah. to get a flag, yeah. to get wet, to protect Beam from Again, getting burned. Very elaborate, little very little communication. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to get to a point in my life where I have another person that I can just do five hand signals to Pretty and much, accomplish yeah. something of that nature, right? I can't juggle three balls, you know, with an hour of planning, you know? Right. They juggled like two minutes of complex movement <laughs> swinging, like yeah. without even talking about it first. It was, it was, it was a great but, scene. But as funny <laughs> as it is and as epic as it looks, it does a great job of showing that they have an instant connection. They have an instant bond. They're instantly bros. In sync and just, all just, together. Just, this it, was the, the we just become best friends moment. Yeah, yes. exactly. And it's great. It's awesome. Yeah. And they do a great job of showing that. And even without the language, without subtitles, if you couldn't have them, I think you'd still get that. And you'd still have that same emotional impact from that movie because that's what a great movie does is it shows these human elements. So I want to kind of go into another theme that's really it. They they're not very subtle with it, and they actually beat you over the head with it. But I think they're being subtle with how it is portrayed, and that is this idea of fire and water. Right? Rom has is always associated with fire. So the first time you see him, he is standing in front of a burning barrel, and it's like revealed through the fire. The first time you see. Um, beam. There's this amazing camera shot where it starts upside down, showing his reflection in mm. a pool of water, and then it it rotates 180 degrees to swing in on him, and he's shirtless and jacked, and you're like pouring like blood on his head. Yeah, and it's like so. There's this fire and water, and the what I found interesting is, I mean, even in their big battle sequence in the middle when they're fighting each other, again using CGI and awesomeness, like Rom standing standing behind explosions and fireworks and and beams in a giant pool of water and they're both flipping at each other and there's water and fire following them. And it's, they, they emphasize this point, but what I think is really being emphasized the whole time is how they are two different ways of going about this revolution, right? So Rom is going through this, this series of very intricate, very methodical, um, plot to basically rise through the ranks so that he can be in charge of the gun shipment to give it to his people. And he is willing to throw everything away relationships and everything for this. And he's very on the outside, unemotional about most of it. He, mm -hmm. he is very calculated. He, he will do whatever where beam is very much. I am, my emotions are on my sleeves. I am innocent and I trust everyone basically at the drop of a hat. And I am just here to, take back my sister and if we happen to throw over throw the 
British government in the process if, also great. great. And if I just meet a pretty girl and have and, to ask her five times if I can come to your house, I'll do it. And yeah, have coffee, right? <laughs> if I happen to fall in love, can I come to your house? Way, yes. <laughs> and so I they use this fire and water, I think, as a visual element to show the the differences in the way that they're going about their mm-hmm. lives. And so I kind of want to talk about that, where I kind of by the end, what they really are showing is. One way doesn't work by itself and the other way doesn't really work by itself. The dream is that you have kind of both ways mm-hmm. coming together in this perfect harmony. Any thoughts on that, on what that visual or? Well, I, I read a little bit about these guys because I was like, these dudes are awesome. Right. I've got Tell to read me at more. Least, I've got to read just a little bit about them. And even just who they were, were very different people. Beam was part of these tribes that would move through the jungle and you know, no technology, not a lot of outside communication. You know, they're just kind of happy with themselves. And so they move through the jungle and are kind of untracked and just kind of do their own thing apart from everywhere else. And even though we see in the movie Raj comes from a village and all this stuff, like it's much more, he's much more involved in the British system and, and the economy and all that kind of stuff. He's more involved. And, and so it's interesting to see that they're, they're two different people too. But there's these themes of them coming together, as you said, and overcoming things and being better together than they are separate. Chase, any thoughts? Not really. I kind of pick, I mean, the theme is kind of in your face. There's even this scene later when he rescues Rom from the prison and then they're like on the run and they send the uh, special forces after them and it starts out, it's all quiet and Beam is getting a drink from this like pool and he's looking at his reflection in the water. And as he's taking a drink, uh, Ra- uh, yeah, Raji shoots like an arrow, like through the <laughs> gap in his like, arm, through the gap of it, the water falling into his mouth. And then there's like this eruption of flame and like Raj is like shooting arrows through flame. And then he's like literally silhouetted by flame when he like comes through the fire at one point. And then Raj is like, or Ram like goes into the water and he's like wrestling people in the water. Like, it's fire and water is a big, big <laughs> over they, theme in this they, movie. They are not subtle about the use I didn't, of it. At I didn't all. contemplate it any deeper than that myself, but I don't yeah. think it was meant to be contemplated deeper. Yeah. I think you know a good movie has layers of themes. There's oh, these things that the oh, what's what's up? Well, and of course, in the betra- the big betrayal moment when uh, Rom attacks the f- compound and unleashes the jungle book on everybody. Beam, beam attacks it. Beam, I'm sorry, yeah. when Beam okay. unleashes the jungle book on everybody and then Rom shows up. Rom had, he had just saved Rom from a snake bite and thought he was gonna be like out of commish for like a day. This And then this is when uh, Raj finds out who Beam is and he comes in his full back now and he's like dressed like his policeman self. He's like all business now and he's like, I have to arrest this guy. This is the guy I've been looking for to be able to get my position. And they have this like epic duel where he's holding this like flaming piece of scrap metal or something. Right. Like he, he literally like like knocks out a tiger with it. Yeah. <laughs> and and then um, uh, Beam like uh, breaks this like fountain and all the hoses come out and he he grabs grabs one and they're literally fighting with like fire and water i mean it's it's not it's 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 very overt yeah it's not subtle at all but it's that's what a good movie does is there's all of these layers you know and and they're they're making character who they are one one of the worst things a movie can do is just not have a character be who they are or you don't know who the character is you're Mm. like this is just a guy I, i was recently watching a tv show that's pretty popular right now and i was giving it a shot i ended up not liking it because the main character 
just does things. And I'm like, is this guy, you know, sometimes the main character talks about rules. Sometimes the main character just does stuff he wants to. I was, I had no indication of who this character was. What was driving his motivations? Well, well, and- I, I got a little bit of the motivations, but I was like, what's his personality? Like, like what kind of guy is he? Is he like a rule follower? Like I have friends who are engineers who are very, enge- like very rule following, mm-hmm. very like, this is important. You got to do things the right way, all that kind of stuff. And then I know people who are just kind of like, you know, more head in the clouds, like, oh, we'll work it out. We'll you know, those are personality traits and uh, a good character has a personality and Raj or Rom, you know, he's got two names and Beam both have very distinct personalities mm-hmm. and you know, the movie works on so many different levels. There's the fire and water. There's the British colonizers. There's the bromance. There's their own relationships. There's that they're different people coming together. There's all these different levels it works on. And that's what gives, you know, a movie it's substance. It's meat. You know, a, a thing of meat has, it has marbled fat. It's got all these different pieces in it. And then you cook it. It's not just one simple thing. It's complex. And that's what makes steak good. And that's what makes a movie good too, is all these layers interacting. So, um, Let's talk about what we would change if we could. So this movie as a whole, I really loved it. Would there be something different you would change if you were in charge of it? For sure. Uh, it was what? Three hours, three and hours and like 10 minutes or something. Yeah. Like not nearly long enough. Um, not nearly long. <laughs> <laughs> I, this I, wanted long. To, I wanted to stick with beam and Raj forever. It was awesome. It was so much fun. So we need, had a great we time. need now, if you had an extended edition, you could, one thing they didn't do is any like backstory mm-hmm. scene on Beam. Yeah, he gets yeah. Beam didn't get a lot of backstory. I mean, Raj basically went out for. We got a lot of his backstory. We got yeah. We we see his. I mean, but his backstory even just comes really late too. Like yeah. we get that as basically a whole exposition dump. His is more necessary too because because you need to understand why he's doing. Beam what he's never doing. changes. Beam is like they tell you who he is, and then he is and that the he whole is movie. That thing. Uh, Rom is not who you think he is in the beginning and then they have to tell you why yeah. right on, on a serious note the relationship between jenny and beam is oh, just so not it's funny and i like it and like i'm rooting for it but also nothing happens and then they're yeah. just like hanging out at the and end of the movie and i'm like that's a little bit they did a little bit more they focused more on the romance between the guys than they did the yeah, romance between yeah i'm girls. just like that relationship is again i i'm I like it, but there's just like, they either need to get rid of it or have more of it because okay. the, the, the place they put it in, it's like they hang out two or three times and you can tell it's more for comic like, relief. Than yeah, it was funny. Like, I mean, they, they like each other. And then at the end of the movie, after all of this stuff and after, you know, they kill the governor and the governor's wife who are the girl's aunt and uncle. She's like, oh my gosh, thank God you're okay. I'm like, you just killed your family. I'm just like, is that like not a deal? Like, do you hate him that much? I mean, she did watch like, them. Like, she did watch that lady be like, he's not bleeding enough. Take this whip with a bunch of nails I, in it, hit him know, with this. And I, she's like <laughs> appalled. So yeah, like, no, look, I, I get it. Family I'm or just, not. I'm just saying like, I'd like a little bit more. Like, you just yeah. see her for a couple scenes and then she's gone. And then she's like, oh, she's cool. She's still here. Great. Is she going to go live in the jungle? Awesome. Yeah. What's, like, what's the next step for this relationship? My, uh, my favorite scene between them is when she brings it, finally brings him to the house and he's just like head nodding the whole time. Cause he yeah, doesn't, cause there's, he has just, no this, idea what she's there's just this giant language where, so he's just bobbleheading all the time around her. Like does, does he learn any English? Does she no, learn any, any he, he does learn. He, he repeats like the word party at some point yeah. to Rom. But anyway, that's about it. They're sitting there and 
she it's like not that it's like right after the dance scene mm -hmm. she she drives in there right after that they do that big dance over and she, she looks and she's like she's talking about like she was really impressed with the dance. She, and she goes but your eyes she's like when i look in your eyes i see all this passion and she she says like a bunch of stuff and he goes in his language and she which she doesn't understand he goes i don't understand anything what i don't understand what you're saying <laughs> very memeable she like, says this I, very elaborate emotional thing and he goes i don't understand what you're saying uh what would you anything you would change no no you like it as is i, I mean yeah i feel like a newcomer to this world right so it's like who am i to change it like right you know i could i, I tell you what i would change in lots of movies but this is like a whole new genre for me and it's the only one i've watched I mean, maybe all their movies are three hours long. I don't know. Like they do tend to be longer. Um, it I'd is have to watch more of them and get an idea for like what else they do to to give it be like, oh, it. that was cool. Why did they do that in this movie? But right. I can't. So okay, I uh, I I don't know that I would change anything either. Like I I felt like the pacing, even though it was three hours, didn't feel like it. I mean, Zach and I watched this one together. Chase watched it on his own. And the whole time, me and Zach were pretty hyped. Like, we were in his so house kind of yelling just because we were so hyped about most of the scene. <laughs> I know. I wish I would have watched it with you guys. I know. I but. Uh, it's, but I think overall, like, I thought the dance number came at the right time. They had a, a mm -hmm. good amount of humor as well as good storytelling. I mean, it's just really hard to. You bring up a good point, though. It's a good movie. Better to watch with your bros. Yeah, like, I would if you've say got a buddy watch it with him because it's i awesome. would say you're gonna start jumping on each other's shoulders friends. and squatting and doing pull-ups while you're watching it you'll, you'll be inspired yes you're like we could be like this someday yeah. if i work out a little bit more um so as we kind of are closing out i want to talk about one other thing and that was during there's this almost messianic vibe that beam kind of portrays through this thing in in a light way in that He's come to save the lost sheep. He's called mm -hmm. the shepherd. And I, I mean, we don't have to get overly religious overtones on this, but you know, we all are believers and it's a little hard to ignore the fact that he's called the shepherd. He's going after the lost sheep, mm -hmm. which is his sister. He gets caught and is tortured. He they even literally gets, he almost literally replicate gets, yeah, passion he, of the Christ beating. Well, I was worried that it was like going to get that gruesome because I, mm -hmm. I don't want to watch that again. Right. They, and they, fortunately, they it wasn't spike whip out. And I mean, I was like, it, are we going to see the glass and everything? And it could have been that they and it should have, I mean, for the physics, I mean, talk about bending physics for what they were doing to him. It actually should have been that. And they kept it like PG 13 ish. Mm -hmm. Right. But the insinuation was very graphic and serious. Like it's, it's like brave heart passion. I mean, it's like this torture moment that they somehow keep the, the, the harshest parts are like the, the verbal stuff that like the lady saying, and the fact that Rom's doing it to him, you right. know, it, like they keep the gore actually yeah pretty as tame. a whole this movie there's blood but it's basically not... like pg pg 13 level yeah, like you yeah, could have a teenager watch this and not be like oh you need to cover your eyes during this portion mm -hmm. or anything like there's yeah. nothing in it that's like mm -hmm. overly it's definitely adult content but it's not but graphically it's yeah it's that... like there's no sex scenes no yeah, there's not, not close. there's <laughs> not even i don't even know that they're swearing in it I mean, I, I don't know Hindi, so. Well, I mean, but in the there translation, be, I don't remember. There might be like a this damn is, This is always one of those things where I go, oh, yeah, it's not that bad. And, and not a movie just like this, but maybe a movie where I'm like, oh, yeah, there's no swearing in it. And then I'll put it on and my child's there. And all of a, sudden, all of a sudden you're And I'm like, aware. I don't remember that because there are, because yeah, there are all these yeah. like British soldiers in it. And it's very possible that they do. 
and I'm just not remembering. But for the most part, it could have been a much higher rating than it was. They yeah. could have very easily, yeah. and it stayed for. But going back to this messianic thing, as he's being tortured, his he he finally basically collapses, mm-hmm. and they carry him off in a very much like messianic way of like treating him with respect and then it inspires a revolt and yeah. like this whole well, but, but that breaking is down of the walls. Great stories are all, all have archetypes in them yeah. because the commonalities of what make us human and make us feel things are there. And so that, you know, whether you want to compare it to Jesus story or another story of a, a tragic hero who's sacrificing, whatever it may be, the, the point of the story is that he's a hero and we, they use that archetype you know that that you're pointing out to make us feel it, to make it's us feel fire and, and yeah, to make you know. I mean, you can't watch that scene and everything that's happened before that and not love Beam. You're ride or die yeah. for Beam. You're right. like Beam is and the it, man. And it he's doesn't hurt dude. that he's singing through the yeah, whole thing too. Singing, <laughs> Aside you know, from the fact that he he actually lives through that, I mean, it's actually a lot closer to like William Wallace and Braveheart, Braveheart. No, yeah, because yeah. it insp- his 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 death in that scene, but. Them and, having and to watch, he's still defiant. Yeah, his, his public torture and defiance yeah. in the face of it leads to the ultimate uh, revolution that yeah. they needed, like the real unity and mm-hmm. then overthrowing of their <laughs> British occupation. British occupation, <laughs> yet guys, again, guys. If it's world history, it's always the British. It's always the British. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I just thought, I mean, that was obviously a very powerful moment of mm-hmm. watching him refusing to kneel even to the point where Rom's trying to like pull his feet out from underneath him. He's like, um, and he just refuses the whole time and sings a whole song about it. And Mm -hmm. then the whole revolution starts. So very powerful theme, obviously inspiring as far as like, just a desire to be like standing up for what's true and right and not submitting to uh, the easy path just because it's there. So um, any final thoughts as we wrap up this uh, podcast on RRR? The sequel, what's the name of the sequel if they make another one? Well, Triple X is taken by... It has to be SSS, because that's after RRR. You don't think they just add another R? It's R4RR, the returnal, the re-vengeance. Vin Diesel took Triple X, so we can't do that. But you have, you know, 24 other letters to choose from. You can stack up, okay. Um, on a serious note, for my final thing to say would be go watch the movie. Like stream it on Netflix, watch it. Not just because it's a good movie, but it's free right now for the time being. It's free for the time being. So you know, it's it's a fun thing to watch. It's for free. Why not? But watch also, it with friends. Watch it with friends. Yeah. It's a good time. But also because that you know helps out Bollywood. You know, it gets Bollywood more views, and maybe Netflix will buy their next one, or maybe they'll make another big Bollywood movie. And to just, be fair, Netflix has been carrying a lot of that stuff for a long time, and no one okay. watches it. Like, that I know, I don't. Yeah, but I've scrolled through many mm-hmm. Bollywood, they've, Hollywood they, movies for and a long time. Pulled in a lot of Korean uh, movies and styles. Yeah. Like they've Netflix has started offering a pretty wide contingent, but again, not everyone's interested. So, anything from you, Chase? Final thoughts? No, fantastic. Go watch it if you haven't. I mean, this was a like a a real kind of unexpected treat. You brought it up. You're like, there's this. You're like, there's this Bollywood movie. And I was like, okay. You're like, it's really supposed to be really fun. It's kind of this epic. And I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll watch it. So it's kind of like a really unexpected treat. It's like something totally new. You probably haven't seen anything like it yet. Um, and I, you'd have to be a real stick in the mud to not like it, I think. You know? yeah. Or British. 
or British. Or British. <laughs> Those are synonyms, right? So. Stick in the mud yeah. or British. Um, yeah, I would just say, I mean, this was recommended to me based on uh, another friend. And they were like, hey, this is kind of a wild ride. You should watch it. it I think you would enjoy it. And, you know, I'm always down to try to experience another culture style of movie. I think it's it's good to expand your horizons and see what other cinema mm-hmm. is doing, especially since we've started doing this. I've been more open to be like, I don't know, let's try something yeah. random. Maybe I'll find yeah. something I didn't know I liked. And this for sure was something I now know that I like a I, lot. Uh, so. I hear the Chinese government has put out some action flicks lately. Oh, we yeah. should maybe we review should, one of those sometime. Should we get into the CCP's uh, <laughs> yeah. cinema universe? I, I mean, if you look during the pandemic years, 2020 to like 2021, those ones, the highest grossing movies in the world were like all Chinese. And I don't know. They're supposed to be pretty good. So they got some Goebbels equivalent over there just pumping out propaganda films. There is a wild, <laughs> there is a wild Russian version of the Avengers that if you ever get a chance to just watch, there's some clips on YouTube. You should watch it. It's oh, absolutely no. rowdy. I the, think I showed it yeah, to you. Yeah, we watched some of that. It was the, the guy, hilarious. The Hulk version of the guy basically turns into a bear with a Gatling gun on yes. his arm, which does not make sense at all. I did not all. understand any of that movie. I watched it. Did not understand it <laughs> But you at least tried something new, right? Hey, so I, it's lo- like I love it. It's, it's great. A different know? culture's view. Mm-hmm. I mean, the I will say, you know, Jackie Chan, one of the greatest stuntmen of all time. Yeah. His style of movies and his movies, if you go back to his old stuff, maybe we should watch I've an seen, old Jackie I've movie. seen all those. That, that would be fun. great. Also, um, classic. Indi- Indonesian, Indonesian karate. Oh, like Ong Bak? Ong Bak, yeah. all the Ong Boks and all yeah. the raids, so good. Yes, the raid is known. Well, there was Ong Bak, and then so there was one things. called the Protector. Did you see that? Yeah. There was an no, epic I, scene I did not where see he, the Protector. I saw the Protector too with Riza. You need to see the first one. He okay. fights like three giants with like elephant bones strapped to his arm. It's <laughs> yes. it's about him rescuing his elephant. He's kind of like a beam character actually. Yeah, yeah. And no, he saw, they I mean, they take his elephant and yeah. he has to go get it back. It's the same thing in the second one. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, with that glowing review of other cultures, movies, get out there, find something new on Netflix, or at least just watch RRR because we highly recommend it. And last but not least, uh, hopefully you'll always look at Jungle Book in a whole new way after this movie. <laughs> so uh, thank you guys so much for joining us here on the Real Steak Podcast. We'll see you next time for more Meat of the Movies.